<laughs> Say what now? What were we saying? What were you saying, Joe? Oh, nothing. Where monkeypox came from? I'm not sure. I thought it came from whatever cult or whatever. You thought it came what? from no. actual what monkeys? No, they. What were you saying? Who, who's whose thing was just playing? Oh. Oh, I better check mine. It was mine. <laughs> oh yeah, of course it was yours. It was mine. Oh man. man so what's up, guys? I I got to try to muster up some energy here. I just got off my exercise bike. I got the. I got my question. legs moving. Bill, what up, yo? Got a right in cursive still. A little bit, but only because even when I learned cursive, I decided I don't want to ever use cursive. So I pretty much write in a printed hybrid method where yeah. some, like That's randomly, exactly some mine. of my, like it's not actual cursive, but some yeah. of my letters will connect only because even, I've developed that, that sort of style, I guess. Yeah, I do the same thing. Even my signature is like two cursive letters and then bunch of squiggles and then maybe a yeah. real r and something or other like yeah. my my cursive signature is literally just my initials written sort of fast and then i like put this long thing on the end i'm like whoosh i'm like yeah. there you go man that's fucking fancy what's a is cursive there an signature? actual reason for cursive anymore mm. I, mean, I think i had since... this discussion with my family like a year or two ago and and i think i even had the discussion with some like with maybe my grandmother or something like that. And like, I was kind of chastised because I said, we don't need cursive anymore, but I, I don't think we really do. I'm but, wondering, know, I got to ask my kids. I don't know if they're learning it. I heard they're not really teaching that in school. Why did we ever start that to begin with? So I assume we developed the regular written language at some point in, I don't know, 1492 when Columbus sailed the ocean blue. That's when we developed writing, I assume. But why did we say like, all right, we need to figure out a way to do all this faster without lifting our ink pen off the paper so many times was it just maybe you know i wonder if it had to do with with those stupid pens they used yeah oh good point yeah maybe like every time you lift it up and put it back down like it blasts the paper or something dude i I wonder if it had something to do with fountain pens Hmm. that's interesting Interesting. i've never thought about that before i am so lost right now i think we're having well it's it's because we're having a gummy talk right now bro (laughs) (laughs) is that what it is oh my god so me and chris were just talking and he was saying Maybe they don't need to teach it, period, anymore. People don't write, really, with their hand. No. No. But I wonder if they're not going to teach, like, cursive-style writing, are they maybe going to focus more on typing? You know, getting people's typing (laughs) skills up a little bit? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you got a photobomber in the back. (laughs) What happens? He... He realized we're live. Oh, <laughs> yeah, he's just messing around. No, no, but like, yeah, I think, I think, you know, we were kind of discussing this, and I can't even write anymore. My hands shake when I write. Like, I can't even. I can remember having like beautiful writing when I was a kid. You know, I could do really well, and everybody could read everything. But I now, if I try to write something, that's I write like a girl. Like when I'm when I'm really calm and in a good mood, I've noticed my writing is, uh, it's just awesome. Yeah. But it's also kind of feminine, so I got to huh. butch it up a little bit. You know, start like holding the pen like this, and like, yeah, it's my name, and fucking scribbling shit, and um, that's how I write. But that's the noise I make when I write. I don't write. I have like the messiest, um, just regular. What do they call it? You imagine there's going to be a time in our society where like nobody knows how to write. Well, that's the point. 
that's where Adam was going. We were, we were going to say like, there's like a whole, like we've been writing and like expressing ourselves for thousands of years, right? Thousands of years we've been writing with our hands and it's changing. Like there's a, from this point forward, it's like a paradigm shift, right? Randy Torboli said, when I was in school, we learned sex ed before they taught cur- cursive writing. Oh my God. Yeah. How awkward is that class, Randy? <laughs> Did you ask a lot of questions? <laughs> was it taught by the lunch lady? <laughs> the lunch lady or the supply French teacher? Well, here oh, yeah. I hope like I whenever I think of the lunch lady, I think of the, oh, the Adam Sandler did, movie. What is the Adam Sandler movie was in a paint spackle to explain it? Uh, how about some more slappy joes? Slappy joes. <laughs> oh man. I, oh, I, I bet that class week. blew his mind. <laughs> you this put that week? where? Has been so. I'm trying to change the subject, Bill. <laughs> you gotta say hi to our. Uh, What's show. up, Randy? We forgot. We didn't. Didn't even do any shoutouts tonight. What's up, Randy Ravioli? Him and his little buddy Luke are actually watching live tonight. So he didn't oh, go man. to bed early. I guess it's party time in Randy's house. We got Herman in here. Jason Johnson. Will Speed. Okay, but Will Jason lazy this week. Jason Johnson said he won a calligraphy contest when he was in fifth grade. Okay. So I had great writing in fifth grade too. Now, Jason, do you still have great writing or is your handwriting shit like mine is? Cause like my daughter, she writes and it's like, Oh my gosh. Like it looks like it was printed from a printer. You you ever see people that can do that really fancy calligraphy stuff. Yeah. That's legit. Like an art form, man. That's old timey stuff right there. Yeah. Like if you can actually pull that off with one of those, like, I don't know if they use a, I think they use different size markers with the chisel tips, like the wide and the small, and they make those fancy letters and stuff. That's legit, man. Anyways, I, I bet it was, Randy. Talk. Yeah. Ah, so what's up, guys? What was your week like? Hell. That's right. Absolute hell. Like, just... You know what, though? But I feel like <clears throat> Adam and I were kind of talking about this earlier. There's something going on where I'm starting to get more relaxed. Like this week, I should be a, a wreck right now. I should be just frustrated and punching yeah. holes in the wall. But I'm pretty oak. Like I'm pretty chill with everything lately. Like I, I really am. I'm starting to uh, relax a little bit more and not be so stressed out about everything. So, yeah, I was thinking about this yesterday. I had an install that went way beyond what we quoted it for. Like, one of those days where you hang the EVAP coil, finally get it all wired in, wire the lights in correctly, and you turn it on, and one of the EVAP motors doesn't work. Ouch. And then half hour later, you realize that the little plug on the inside just came out. You know, like one of those days, and uh, I actually got pretty mad. Like, wasn't punching holes in the walls, but it took me a minute to realize, like, hey, just relax, man. Just calm down. But you let know? me ask you this. How good does it feel to punch a hole in the wall? It feels so it feels pretty good. good. It does. It's but scary. I, I will say, I will say, like there, and I was telling my service manager this, like there's acceptable levels of frustration. I feel it's okay to express on job sites, like mm-hmm. like when all this stuff is going down. You know, one of those days where everything just goes wrong. Every screw you drop hits the boot, hits the edge of your boot and flies like ten feet away underneath a bunch of stuff. You never find it oh, again. Yeah. One of those days, like that day, it's okay to like use a couple cuss words, kick some trash outside. Yeah. You know? My thing is, though, is it gets out of hand. I start throwing tools. I Stuff goes flying across the roof. 
Um, oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, I, you know, like that, that feeling of punching a hole in the wall, it feels so good until you realize that you were a half inch from the stud and your hand went through yeah. and you just think like, you know how bad that would have been if I would have busted my knuckles up. You're like, I'm not working anymore, you know? So nope. it's like, nope. and that's the kind of stuff where even though it's an instant gratification from, from relieving stress or whatever, by, by exploding, punching a wall or something like that it's not worth the repercussions of that kind of stuff. And I think that comes with age. I think you start to think there's a lot of other crap that comes with age too, but I, I think you become wiser and you <clears throat> make more logical decisions. When I was a kid, I used to get really frustrated and I would smash old appliances like VCRs and TVs, you know, like pretty much whatever was just, you know, at the junkyard that I could just pick up and take home and just smash. Yeah. Cheap I've never, I've never been one. Like I don't get, I couldn't bring something home just to smash it. I wouldn't oh, get a satisfaction. You should, you should try it. I bet you would love it. Like bring home, like go to the thrift store, buy one of the big giant four foot printers from 1987 for like nine bucks. Bring it home, put it in the garage and just beat the it's, hell out of it. It's funny you say printers because one of the um, Jill, my wife, will still, she's still getting freaked is? out about this. Wondered. Because one time we were in my office and my printer wasn't working and I, I lost my shit on my printer and I literally smashed my fucking printer in front of her. I was like, God damn it. Mm -hmm. boom, boom, boom. And she just like these eyes that she had on her and she like stepped back like, what the hell is this? And I was like, calming down. And I'm yeah. like, yeah, I'm going to go get a new printer now. Like, but it felt so fucking good. You know, I, I smashed everything on and that. They have these, like, you know how they have he escape rooms? They have these smash rooms now. Like, it's a legit business yeah. where you go there, you rent the room for like a half hour, right. and they just have like all this, you know, old VCRs and stuff. You can just smash guitars and stuff. Mike, I mean, uh, Michael House uh, says a good point in chat. Sorry, Bill, if I cut you off. He's like, I used to smoke a cigarette, which a lot of people do when I, he got stressed out. That's hard mm -hmm. to cope with that stress when you always have a vice like a cigarette. Like, yeah. what do you do then? Especially I quit trying to smoking quit like him. and I quit drinking. And now I'm just constantly filled with rage and anger. And the only <laughs> I, thing I like, it takes all the energy in me to keep it from exploding at every waking second. That's why I sound how I sound. It's so hard for me because what I realize is I don't communicate properly. So that's where most of my rage comes from. When I get angry at someone, I just swallow it and move mm. on and then i swallow it move on and then i lose my shit so Blow one of the hardest there. things about being an adult right and learning how not to punch walls anymore is how to politely say my feelings to people and it's really awkward you know like when you're mad at someone and you're like all right dude look this really upset me but in like to go through this whole thing and it almost de-escalates mm -hmm. you and it pisses you off because you're like fuck no i needed a satisfaction not a you know see what jesus fish said he no. throws rocks at cars and windows. And he changed his icon. He's a yeah, cat lady, maybe. Mm. How did you notice that? Good eye, mm. Joe. I know. Yeah. Good Somebody eye. in chat was saying an uneven condenser, mm -hmm. if it could cause problems. And to be honest, my opinion, I don't think so. No. It, it, well, depending on how much it is, because if you've got a fan motor moving at a... a what kind you of know, condenser are we talking, though? 1725 RPMs, and you know maybe that like condenser is leaning four system? inches... That's yeah, gonna be a problem. four inches maybe, but I think the the uh, I forgot someone was talking about this. The push on the 
the the fl- the 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 blade will still be the same on an angle. I don't know, but some people had arguments about liquid in the condenser collect. It's all it's all fancy. Like I've seen well, old units going on for twenty five years like this. You know what I mean? So no, there's there's truth in that mm. because I have a story about a water cooled condenser that I knew nothing about water cooled condensers, and I replaced one for the first time, mm-hmm. and we bought just a shell and tube condenser, and it didn't have any end plates on it, so we had to strap it down ourselves, mm-hmm. and we mounted it in the wrong direction and it took me an entire day this is before i really knew anything to figure out why my sight glass i keep adding gas and i keep adding gas and and it won't clear and it's like okay i've put 30 pounds of gas in this system you know and it's like there's something wrong here and literally had to take the condenser and rotate it 90 degrees oh okay Mm. and because the liquid wasn't having the side with with the water though because it's a water cooled so it has an in and an out and the liquid was it was just getting all jacked up Mm. and so, I mean, but that was an extreme condition, right? That was an extreme one. But, you know, you know, it's really interesting. And I think it's hard. It is hard for people that are just coming into the trade. I learned so much from my mistakes. Oh, and I, I honestly to. don't know if I would have learned these things had I not made the mistakes. Mm, if so someone had tried to tell me, I don't know how much I would have, have learned. What do you say to a new guy getting into the field who is obviously green? been in a couple of years makes a lot of mistakes but he's very driven and passionate and therefore he's very hard on himself you know like one of these guys that beats themselves up every night when they like make all these mistakes and everything yeah what kind of advice do you give them hmm. that's a hard one i mean yeah you want to tell him don't take everything so seriously but you also don't want him to the pendulum to swing the opposite way where he doesn't give a crap yep. you, yeah exactly you, everybody needs a bit of fear like you it, I'm driven by embarrassment and fear. I'm afraid of being embarrassed. And, and so I don't ever want to have someone hang up on me when they ask me what superheat is again, you know, like, and it's those things and having to tell the customer, I don't know how to fix it. You know, I, I I'm driven by that, but Hmm. so you, you have to have a, a happy mixture of both because if I'm a carefree guy that doesn't care, well, then I'm not afraid of messing anything up. Yeah. I might learn a lesson, but also what are you going to break when you mess it up? And customers these days, I say this quite often. A lot of the customers that I got away with things, I would have been fired from that customer now. Like you, they're not forgiving. There's no relationships for the most part. You're not, you're not their friend. You're not anything. You're just a person giving them a big ass bill. So how do you do that then? If you're saying like most people wouldn't learn or you necessarily wouldn't learn without screwing anything up. But like now people don't allow you to screw up. So yeah. That's a hard thing. Well, I question. I mean, I could be wrong. And I know I'm also a freak in my head, right? I'm weird uh, uh, as opposed to other the people. The whole pineapple so. on pizza thing, we know. Yeah. Pineapple on pizza is the only way to go. Good you point. guys liked that post, didn't you? That was that was pretty epic. I got a lot of support. I there. think my response was the best. It looked like it, it fell on the floor and nobody scraped the trash off it before they someone, put it back in the car. Someone made a pineapple party joke, too. Was it you, Adam? I don't Probably. know. Oh, it was a someone made a pineapple. Or was it you, Joe? Someone made a pineapple party joke. Hey, before we get too off off topic, let's get back to what we're what you're saying now. Yeah, we'll come back to that. Yeah, you got me distracted. What was <laughs> I saying? I already lost my train of thought. We were talking about new guys getting in the field, beating themselves uh, up all the yeah. time. You well, know, there needs we to be give fear. Them. Yeah, there needs to be fear. There needs to be a little bit of but fear. Like, they have what, to be afraid of breaking. How many things. years of you coming into the trade did you like? No longer have that fear. Like you, I I assume you probably still have a touch of it. But yeah. Like there, there had to have been like, a, I don't know, five, 10 years where you're like, you start noticing like, yeah, you know, I'm feeling pretty I, good about this. I remember sitting down with my dad one time 
this was probably five years into the trade. And uh, I point, took, Hosh. I, I remember sitting down with him and I remember him telling me, you've been doing really good. And I think he was giving me a raise or something at the time. And he was like, you're doing really good. You're excelling. He goes, but I don't want you to get cocky. And I want you to realize there's going to come a day when you're going to have so much knowledge that you're going to have constant headaches and you're always going to be stressed because you're going to be the person that solves the things that nobody else can. And so that's it. That was probably about five years in is when I, I, I thought I was on top of everything. I thought, I, and maybe you have the same thing too, Adam, but I thought I was, my shit didn't stink, you know? And then it's like, oh no, no, no. That's when I realized that at the time, my dad wasn't sending me to the hard calls. He was only giving me what I could handle. So I felt like I was the king of everything. And then I got my ass handed to me when I realized, oh shit, right now I got to figure this out, you know? And it's like, yeah, the, uh, the Dunning Kruger effect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that what that you big know, word means? I hear a lot don't of people know how dumb you are. <laughs> yeah, no, Clive talks about that quite frequently. Yeah, you're not smart. Enough, you're not smart enough to know how dumb you are. <laughs> yeah. So, so Joe Corbin, and and I'm gonna be honest. Joe Corbin said uh, something about getting shocked. Right? I see that comment right now. I'm gonna tell you something. I'm not afraid of getting shocked. Is that bad? Like, I know it's bad, but but I don't. People point I'm things out of my shot. videos. I think I'm numb. People point things That's out of my videos and they're like, don't do this. Don't touch that. And I'm like, really? That doesn't even fade. Like, I know not to touch it, but I'm going in and I'm not afraid. I don't walk in thinking, oh, my God, I'm going to die. I you just know, it's feel like I'm doing my thing and I'm being careful. Although, like, I have to say some of the package units, you have a little bit more room in there. Uh, yeah. You get a little bit of a puck, pucker factor if you go in on like a small little air handler with a heat kit. You're trying to get in the test wires way in the back. Yeah, or very right. fair. And I'm going to yeah. bring up a good point. This uh, couple months ago, my mom called me and she said um, her air conditioner stopped working, whatever. So I went over there and it had a bad capacitor. So I changed the capacitor. I put it in there. I started it up, but I didn't. I started the system up and I didn't want to turn it off because it had been off for so long and it's under a heavy load. And I just changed the cap. So I wanted to let it keep running but I still needed to mount the cap. So I grabbed it and I got the shit shocked out of me by touching her cap. And, and again, yeah. it, was, it was tight little space and I was trying to screw things in and it like, it didn't knock me over, but it was just like, you changed the capacitor live. Oh. No, 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 no. I turned it on and mounted the capacitor live. I didn't change it live. I had a yeah. power off and I turned I it off. I wouldn't even handle one of those things live. I See, had, that's uh, the thing. I'm not, a, am I just dumb? Cause I'm not. Honestly, I, I I remember one mentor always telling me uh, when I used you to go on panels <laughs> or whatever. Uh, I think, Chris, that's a good – actually, that's actually a good idea, Chris. When it's you're afraid working with electrical, I think that that can cause issues, to be honest with yeah, you. Yeah, but – It's a fine have line. A little, but you, you, have you have to have respect. Respect, respect exactly. Respect yeah. it. But it's true, Chris. You honestly, be, be too, yeah. if you're not – it's usually like if you bump something, that's not what – screws everything up it's like your reaction to you bumping something right you like jerk back and hit something else and that's exactly when i when i'm teaching my apprentices and i just i've said this several times i i need to stop calling him my apprentice because he's a technician now but when i when i talk about my whatever my apprentice um i've told him several times when I'm teaching them how to brace, when I'm teaching them how to work on things, I said one of the most important things i can teach you is to learn how not to react and that is a really important thing because like you said, Adam, you're, uh, for instance, my dad, many years ago, he was brazing on something, a vertical pipe, and he didn't have it supported. 
and the pipe unsweat itself from the top coupling and he grabbed the pipe as it fell mm-hmm. right and he got third degree burns or whatever in his hand and that was his right hand and he had to go to work the next day like you have to learn how not to react you have to learn when you're working and you get shocked or your arm brushes against a hot discharge line don't jerk your hand up because it just went into the condensed fan motor yeah good point you know like you that's that's one thing I, i will say i'm not afraid and i don't know if that's the right word to say about working around electrical but i'm also in the zone when i'm working on it and See, it works out perfectly for me because i don't have like those jump scare sort of movements in my yeah. body so like i go to a i go to like one of those haunted houses and walk through the whole thing and like <laughs> I, I guess yeah. whatever you know and so like i'm um i'm reading this right now do you guys think i clive had said something he typed osha in one of his comments and do you guys feel like the OSHA stuff is ridiculous or do you feel like we need people telling us not to walk near the edge of a building? Like, do you think that we should be able to be big boys and say what we want to do and what no. we can't do? No. We're getting way too dumb to make our own decisions yeah. anymore. Well, and I will say in all fairness, when it comes everybody. to those safety rules and things like, you know, uh, of course I I'm, I'm thinking that a person's of competent mind. Right. But then at no. the same time, we do need some sort of a, a group of people telling us what we can't do because mm-hmm. when we do hurt ourselves, we expect the company to pay for it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, so that's there not has to be fair. like so. there's got to be some some black and white there. You know? Yeah. You know, speaking of incompetence and and dumb stuff, me and uh, Chris were talking about resumes this week and like hiring new guys. So I'm sure a majority of you guys in the chat know that you know it's hard to find good technicians now it's mm-hmm. it's hard to find anybody that's even decent at this knows what they're doing has a lick of experience or anything like that so me and chris were kind of talking about like what do you guys look for in resumes you guys in the chat feel free to chime in but like what are some key things like i kind of feel like i do a decent job i can look at a resume and kind of get a good idea at least if i want to have a face-to-face conversation now it doesn't always work out the last two people i hired i fired with before yeah. that 90 days but you know with me yeah. when i see a, uh, i'm gonna ask both of you go ahead real quick do you, do you get into technical like talking you know what i mean not really you are no not yes and no i don't do a, a traditional interview like right i don't do what they tell you you need to do we sit down we talk about the person we've already looked at the resume i've already researched the hell out of them figured out who they are right so i brought them in for the first interview and we sit down and we have a conversation and we just let the conversation go in the direction it's going to go. Mm-hmm. If, if it's led into a technical direction, then so be it. But more so I'm interviewing the person, not his skills yet, because then there's a ride along where prove it, you know, but right now I just want to get to know the person. I want to ask yeah, him, we can't do ride alongs. How's his family? How's this? How's that? You know, why, why would you not be able to do ride alongs? Because they don't work for our company. If they get hurt there, we're liable. Liability. Yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah it is it is a gray area it is a complete gray area the ride along places around here that do it though but i'm like i don't know how you guys like what if it falls off the roof and dies then he's hired <laughs> i mean like, that's just as as the company goes he's hired that's what you have to do yeah i mean he was hired and you suck that one up but um so one of the things that drives me nuts though right in the interview process if i get a resume that says that the technician has experience and then you go through this and they list the experience they have. And then you find out 
they've only been in trade school and that's where they got their experience. I rip that resume up and throw it in the trash. That one pisses mm. me off and I lose my temper on that. I can't handle when people say they have experience because their stupid trade school told them that now they have experience. You do yeah, not you have experience. You have experience now. Well, maybe instead of saying they have experience, they should say I've been taught or I have passed such and such exam or something. Or I've been in trade school for the last two years. Right. Like I get a lot of like uh, resumes that aren't even like a part of the trade, like warehouse workers applying. And I, I don't know if it's because they're like, that's because you're using those stupid indeed uh, job finding websites. Those are indeed. Dumb. It's indeed. Indeed. Those, okay, indeed. In, indeed basically is it's for maintenance guys. You want to yeah, indeed, indeed basically gave all the stupid sales tech sales companies and sales trainers and stuff, their ideas on how to sell the company and how to work social media and just algorithm it's just dumb indeed's dumb it, it is. I, indeed had a thing 15 years ago i think they had a place but i don't think they're useful anymore they are not well so you know when you when you take them out of the equation and all the other job finding places like where do you find a good technician now or even even a decent one i mean you can go to the trade house. schools i guess you go to the supply house sit next to the guy just sit and, there all day and your well car. you might find a unicorn unicorns are hard. just that unicorns you know, hard to find people don't under i know i know a lot of you understand this but i get so many people constantly asking me what do i mean when i say unicorn unicorns a mythical creature it doesn't exist so we're being ironic it right we're finding the perfect super technician. gay technician that chris can ride around the office <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> but um you know I, you might find a unicorn i have found two unicorns in my career or in my my business over the last 20 years, I've had two unicorns that like, oh my gosh, you know, like it was amazing what they do. You became. remember what the resumes were like or how they came? They weren't, they were, they were company? friends. They were friends. Oh, gotcha. Like, so you, you know, you trained them from the ground up or yep, yeah. yep, yep. And they were the best technicians. And what did I learn from that? I trained them from the ground up. That's that's the the best technicians I've ever had have been trained from the ground up. When you if guys you can find the right personality, I agree. When you guys hire from in, uh, Indeed, do you guys pay for it monthly that you could actually pick, uh, like it, it like puts you in categories and you actually pick and see the resumes and stuff? Yeah. I think they have like different okay. sort of tiers where you can that pay helps. monthly yeah. or pay weekly, or I think you could even pay like per resume that they send you based on the uh, search words or the keywords. Yeah, right. Oxnard Chores, thanks so much for that super thanks, chat, buddy. Bud. And he asked a question. Uh, you guys should ask for picture and video proof. Now, I'm assuming you mean in the resume process. Or, that would be kind of cool, process? actually. Wouldn't that's it? illegal, actually. Why? Um, yeah. Well, well, let's let's step back. It's in, in. I don't know if it's just a California but thing. You, can but have you have to be very careful. Oh, I like feet. seaweed, dude. Is that like a, a teriyaki seaweed, Adam, or is that? I don't know. He just handed it to me. I have that's seaweed, dude. Is it sweet? Oh yeah. No, seaweed. It like tastes like seaweed. Like great. Yeah. Okay, so that's that's original seaweed. That's really good. And then they have teriyaki one, and then they have spicy ones too. Are you fucking yeah. Aquaman over here, dude? It's amazing. It's dried seaweed. It's really good. Um, what but, is this? Uh, Where in this? Oh, so, oh, asking for video proof. So you have to be careful asking people to submit pictures with resumes and things like that. I don't know if that's where he was going, but that's yeah. just what it got me thinking. Very because careful. then you could technically 
discriminate right. against them because of what they look like. Uh, but it doesn't make sense because That's then you can the get into the interview process. Why you know? not? Wouldn't it be cool to actually use it kind of like um, that is your resume? Like, who cares about what? Don't tell me what you do. Show me what you could do. You know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, and that that I hey, that's I got a great resume, right? I mean, you know, like that that's the cool thing. But no, I like the idea of video stuff, but at the same time you have to remember something too. I'm a business owner. I'm super busy. I've got a million things going on. I don't have time mm -hmm. to watch a video. It's hard for me to watch a video. You know, so. One of the things I like to do is call them sort of like a pre-screen and we'll have a casual conversation and as they're talking, it usually leads into something about work. And they'll tell me a little bit about their job and then I'll ask them a question like you know, was it this kind of system or, you know, what does that do? Like it's something maybe simple that I already know. That's sort of how I, I don't know, sort of feel it out a little bit, I guess. It, it has come to um, now. Let me say where this has failed, too, because I so I will most of the time the interview, the first interview is just a conversation, getting to know the person, that kind of stuff. Then if we like their personality, I usually invite them on a, another day where he comes and does a paid ride along. So I pay him for the day and he comes with me. And then that's where I'm like, okay, uh, you're competent. And I can usually tell when they say, oh, yeah, I know how to braise. And then the way I can just tell by looking at him, you don't know how to braise, you know? Or yeah, if I do, right I'm like, away. here, here's a torch, go to town. Fix oh, you it. actually let him braise? Yeah. Man, one of them, awesome. I would one love of them I brought him back to the shop. I brought him back to the shop and I had a bunch of scrap and I laid a bunch of stuff out. And I was like, all right, braise this, braise this copper to steel, you know, all this stuff. And um, yeah, anyways, I've done it. But there's liability there. There's absolute liability, yeah. you know, and that's if the, you can just easily get them to sign a waiver. Like, it, could it be that simple? They just sign a waiver. I mean, and like, people are jumping out of planes, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah with right. a waiver. Yeah. You know, yeah, like, maybe. Maybe. Because I would I want, love to be able to do that. I, that. That tells me a lot. And I've hired good yeah. people from that. And I've also, you know, there's been experienced technicians that have come to me and said, and that's why I wanted to say, like, I've had one bite me in the ass and, um, a guy that wanted to work for me and when i would ask him questions about certain things he didn't quite answer them you know and i just wasn't getting like the perfect vibe but we offered him a job but i also said i don't think i can pay you what you want though like but i'm willing to do this and you know and then if you're we'll give you 90 days and if you're there boom you're where you think you should be but i need to see you in action and he ended up not coming to work for me but and i kind of mm -hmm. felt bad about that but on the flip side, I don't feel bad because he's doing really well. And him and I communicate on social media. He started his own business. He got a, oh, a so, so it worked out for the better anyways, but yeah, you know, that's a good idea, Sean. What did Sean say? Uh, just give him a pretest electrical refrigeration, oh. mechanical gas. Uh, one yeah, thing I, I wanted to I say too that. was a while yeah. back, Brian, uh, was hiring for Kalos and he was only taking video resumes, like send oh, me a man. clip. And, and it was, a. Uh, thing and i was like that's kind of a cool idea i could never work there then i don't think i i could would come well, across well had, in like uh, a... they had that job fair thing yeah that this was way before that this was years ago hmm. there was something maybe it wasn't for kalos there was something he was hiring for and he needed video resumes what about spelling remember. mistakes on resumes how does that make you feel that doesn't bother me at all it bothers me serious Nah. Yeah, it bothers me. It's like you can't even like. Uh, yeah, Dude, like, we're, yeah. we're hiring knucklebusters. Yeah. They're not necessarily always going to be yeah, scholars. I get so, it. Yeah. But you have to be yeah. able to put a group of words together. You have. I can to. give. Yeah, I can I mean, give one of the best mechanics a set of tools, and he can put a refrigeration system together, but he can't spell this. Like, dude, I'm going to let that go because that guy can probably be an amazing mechanic. And yes. Um, I have realized that like, you know, we used to do paper invoices 
And we used to get so frustrated because we couldn't read the invoices because of everybody's handwriting. So right. we thought we were going to save the world when we went to digital. We went to digital and then we realized nobody knew how to spell. We never knew it before because they're handwriting. But now mm -hmm. that they're typing it out, they don't know how to spell. I had this one guy that I don't know if he really totally grasped the English language, but he, he didn't speak another one. So I don't know. But he didn't really uh, put a whole lot of effort into knowing it. That's for sure. He would write um, his notes and I would I have no idea. I'm like, what do you even mean? Like these words shouldn't even be in the same sentence. I th I guess, I guess I hear what you guys are saying. And Will Speed said you didn't proofread an attention. And really? I mean, issue. Tell us I, nowadays, it should do an it argument. That's, that's an argument to be made. And you, you do have a point, Bill, I guess maybe I've a never period. come across a resume that was that bad. Yeah. I mean, I've never no, got period. Fine. But like, like I had one, um, I had one yesterday, no, no, Thursday. I, that came across my email and, I opened that up and um, I could tell like they were trying to use commas, I, I think, but instead of like commas listing off a couple of things that they were, that they had done, they just had periods. Oh, periods. I was like, period, like <laughs> word, period, word, period. I'm like, what the? Wait, 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 wait. But was it, was it an email? No, no, it was like a regular resume that was just in a PDF form. Okay. So the reason why I say that is because my fat fingers in my phone <laughs> constantly puts periods after every word when i'm typing things on my yeah, phone I do that too, yeah. so i'm just making sure it's not just someone typing something no else. like an email like mistake or whatever i, I was like yeah i can kind of let that slide a little bit but like you've had time to sit down with this resume like this resume might lead you to something that's going to define your career and provide for your family for the rest of your life i mean you can't spell shit right you can't hit autocorrect a couple times there's a fair point to be made. Now, let me also counter that with saying that uh, my technicians typically don't communicate with the customers whatsoever. They don't send emails to the customers. They don't have phone calls with the customers. They're not interacting besides having a conversation and saying hi when they walk in the door. I handle all the customer interaction. I handle all the emails. But don't they fill out like invoices with their notes from what they did? Yes, and that gets that's right. Yeah. Yeah. And they, never, they never are written the way that I write them. But I'm also... Again, this is part of me. I don't know. I'm changing. I'm getting to be a happier person. I'm also accepting the fact that nobody's ever going to be like me. So I'm letting things go. Mm -hmm. So there's only one Chris. That's true. Herman uh, made a message and I want to refer to it. Uh, before I started hiring my HVAC students, I got one good tech out of five techs and I didn't, and that didn't work for me. Moving forward, you're not eligible unless you were my A1 student with perfect attendance. Absolutely. That's a big part. But now that he said that as well, somebody I was just talking to, a landscaper, a big landscaper company, that's what his uh, success story is for hiring people. He hires about six of them. Okay. And he says, out of the six, usually three, two to three stick. The rest are gone. They just, they, you know, go away from themselves. So yeah. if you're able to hire, let's say that five, but, four. But think about that, dude, a landscaping company. Okay. So his guy yeah. digs the hole too deep or he cuts the grass yeah, too short. That. It grows back. I hire yeah. six guys and he freaking drops the a condenser off the roof, yeah. you know, or he, or he doesn't yeah. tighten the gas line. There's no, sure. The line, fine line is a little different, but you know, yeah. I don't know. I mean, let's be honest. Like, this is a great business. You can make money in it, but it's a hard business to replicate. Of course. Because it's, like, not easy to, you know, learn every little bit of everything. Like, we're at a point in our company. Like, I, I don't own the company or whatever. I just work there. And uh, at this company, like, we're trying to grow. And we have some great opportunities to grow. But we are seriously just limited by the lack of technicians. Like, we simply can't get technicians. You know, you know I used to get, 
and similar to what you're saying, you're limited because of lack of technicians. There's something else that I've gotten at peace with too. I always, and I don't know, maybe, maybe I'm wrong for doing this. I'll figure this out later in life, but I stopped dreaming about learning supermarket refrigeration. I stopped learning, but I, I stopped trying to take my company to that level. And now I just stay in my lane and I'm limited by my employees. And that's, that's fine. I'm okay with that because I don't, I, I know I could hire employees that What's could up, do supermarket stuff and things like that, but I don't. So I don't do that stuff. I just stay with what I know and I'm limited by them. I mean, as long as at the end of the day, you're doing what you love, you're providing for your family. Yeah. I mean, what else do you need? Is that not scary though? Going back, circling all the way back. Clive just posted in here that uh, all the kids want to become professional gamers mm-hmm. and or YouTube stars. Yeah. Social and media stars. The whatever. interesting thing is, uh, is how do I, right? How do I go to my kids and say, you can't make a living on YouTube? Mm. That's kind of a hypocritical statement because I do just fine doing YouTube stuff, but I also have a skill to fall back on, right? YouTube yeah. doesn't support my life. YouTube is just a bonus. Like but like everybody kids, can be Mr. Beast and make dumb videos and yeah. be and successful. You hear Mr. Beast's stories? Like we've ever hear that do the Joe Rogan interview with him. It is so crazy. He genuinely doesn't try. He doesn't care. He really doesn't take money from Mr. Beast. He buys everything, everything, and he reinvests the company the company's money right back into it. Mm-hmm. I was listening to him tell a story. He has a couple different channels. And what did he say? Like one of them absolutely makes no money. And then he has another channel that's not Mr. Beast that that basically funds his his craziness so that he can make the Mr. Beast videos. Because sometimes he has successful Mr. Beast videos, but then other times he's millions of dollars in debt from one video. Wow. That's crazy. And can he you, just genuinely doesn't try. Can you imagine like... Like, I don't even know if I would spend five bucks to make an overtime video for us. Like, maybe I would. Maybe ten bucks even. But, like, a million-dollar budget for, like, YouTube videos. That's just crazy to me. But he I literally I mean, he gives away cars and stuff. Studio. Yeah, he literally oh, yeah. bought yeah. a production studio warehouse place that he makes videos at. That's all he does. Like, he bought he, a chocolate he, factory. and he's He gave away giving. a Mustang to a power lifter. He's like, if you deadlift the back end of this, you can have this new car. And he did. And he's like, here you go. I'm like, what? Now, but here's what you don't hear. And I have heard this in an interview and there's, this is only logical is he doesn't pay their taxes. So if he gives someone a million dollars, you're paying taxes on that million dollars. That's a tax write-off for Mr. B. So all the shit he gives away is a tax write-off and that person, therefore he has to claim it too. anything over $600 that I give to a single person as a business. I have to 1099 them. If it's a gift, it's a toy or whatever. The first Christmas giveaway that I did where I gave away stupid shit like bunch of money and stuff and tools after the fact i was like oh shit i was supposed to 1099 everybody so oh, the second shit. one that i did i just did 500 gift cards like here's a bunch of 500 gift cards that's it because then it was under the 1099 threshold but start people, doing a, a new channel called the california beast california <laughs> beast do it i'll let you have that name trademarked bill russell oh, yeah hold on let me go buy it right now hell yeah um, well, let's get back to uh what someone asked the question earlier how was your guys' week? Yeah, go ahead. Cause I'm busy, man. Yeah. Yeah. Busy. You, you know what? Real quick, I don't want to hog the mic, but real quick. This week, I put in like 62 hours, right? I mean, that's, you know, it's a busy week, but I feel like 10 years ago, 
I would do that. I'm like, yeah, whatever. No big deal. Or maybe I'm just not remembering it correctly. I don't Bill, know. You led me. I, I literally have this written down here where you're going with this. So it keep feels, going. it feels like it's been like 83 hours, like yep. a month and a half ago. I, I did work, uh, I don't know, 80 hours, like 81 hours or something in a week. And I need, I felt like I had jet lag for like three or four days. Like it was, it was kind of rough, but, and then this week I put in 60 hours. Like, yeah, you know, it's 12 hour days, five days, whatever. Not that hard. But I was like, man, I'm just absurdly exhausted for some Dude, reason. Uh, my neck hurts. This is the one I don't understand in the middle of my foot hurts. Why? You got <laughs> plantar fasciitis. That's why. I don't know. Right in the middle, not yep. in the, the ball, yeah, just no, in, right the in the middle. middle. Yep. Freaking hurts. I had dude. it. Yeah. What the hell? How does you that need ar happen? arch supports? It's two things. One, you're getting fat. Two, your arches are falling because you're getting the, the fat. The fat part for sure. And then uh, the other part about the arches, that's what the I told arches. Adam before. Yep. I'm literally, I don't care how much they cost. I'm going to the Red Wing store behind me and I'm buying fucking. Oh, Red don't, wings. don't buy Red Wings, dude. Just Why? all you need. All you need are some good arch supports. Yeah. Um, well, I, I need new boots because the stupid. Uh, Insoles.com sold me. I forget the whatever they're called, but the insoles.com. I bought some of their arch supports. Man, this is like an infomercial now. But dude, but but wait, let's go back to the Red Wings because I have a pair of Irish setters that I wear for personal, like the slip-on ones, oh, and they man. are the most comfortable boots in the world. Yeah, they are. For one, I could I had some slip-on boots that I had to donate because I can't wear slip-on boots for one because my calves are too big, which is makes it feel weird. And two, like my socks just like mm -hmm. fall down and get all crumpled up in the bottom, and then by the end of the night, I could, like dig my sock out of the end of my boot. I also, I'm afraid. I question about breaking your ankle too. Yeah, That's I'm afraid point. to wear pull-ons no or work because I roll my ankles all the time. When I jump off of a roof thing, my ankles will roll, and my my ankles look like baseballs because they've got scar tissue. I, I actually sprained my ankle many years ago, and when the doctor went in there, he was like, did you break your ankle? And I was like, no. He's like, have you ever broken it before? And I'm like, mm -hmm. no. And he's like, there's a lot of scar tissue, both of them, because I roll my ankles. So slip-ons, I won't do anything but slip-ons. That's my opinion. I uh, do them. They, they just feel like I'm... I don't know. I'm like I'm, I'm wearing big soggy wet boosters, like flopping around all the time. No, but yeah, um, you know what, Clive? We do have the same problem. I was just but, trying to buy shoes today, which is difficult. Even online, I can't find 15s anywhere, man. Uh, the jammer. Thanks so much for that super chat. We'll get to your question here in just a second. I'm gonna go ahead and keep it on my screen right now. Um, I'll keep it right there. Let me keep it. Uh, anyways, um, I have those Irish setters, and I love those. Now I won't buy slip-ons, but I, that's why I was kind of like. I'm thinking about going the Red Wing route before. So right now I have the Brunt boots um, and I, they're finally, they're completely falling apart. Um, How long have you, hit, have you been actively wearing them? Daily? Yes. I've been wearing them since we got them a year ago. So let, let me give them a year. Credit. I think so. They're oh, super comfortable. Those Brunt boots are super comfortable, but I don't like the durability. They don't, but to be fair, I've had them for a year and they're the, the toes are finally wore through. So I don't mm -hmm. know. I mean, I usually I, go about a year I, out of my Rockies. I've been so used to like how the eyelets hook on Red Wings that like when I tried the brunts, it was like weird lacing them. It was like just a yeah. weird feeling. See, I got the Rockies where you pretty much you put them on, you tie them one time, and then you unzip them from the side, and then like that's it. It's it's the greatest thing ever. I love zipping the boots up the side, slapping that Velcro on the. I think that gave me heel pain. Perfect. Those rocks. So we have two things I want to cover. The jammer super chatted us and said, "What do we think of heat pump water heaters?" Subjects. Yeah, why not? Yeah, um, too much long. What do we think That's of heat boring. pump water heaters? You're That's getting more said. and more calls. Well, he paid us money. I'm going to answer his question. No, um, I agree. I agree. I change the subject, please. Yeah, oh, but God. but uh, what do you guys think of heat pump water heaters? Yeah. 
I think heat pump water heaters are cool. They're they're 100% efficient, right? But I worry that I think about technology. I think about a tiny little box on the wall with a bunch of control boards and a reversing valve in it and all this weird crap, right? Or not a, I mean, whatever, not a reversing valve. But the point I'm trying to make is, is when you guys work on those stupid tankless water heaters, what do you, it's got to be a nightmare, right? You have to, hopefully there's either a really good flow chart, what I look for and just kind of like common sense it. Or yeah. like you have to have good tech support on some of that stuff, you know. You're right, oh. and, and the mm. and the heat pumps are going to be a little bit more expensive. And I think it's just the only I think disadvantage maybe is a uh, volume of water at front heat. Yeah. Eventually, once it's at that temperature, you're able to maintain. But uh, up front heat, you might have. I'm pretty sure they have backups. I, I'm not sure. You might need a backup. But if you need a lot of heat to warm up a certain amount of volume, it's going to take a lot. That's all. See, I. I don't know. I guess when the first thing I thought of was I would totally just miss the sound of that burner flame just whoosh and firing up. Like I don't know the the sounds of childhood, the furnace kicking on, the, the I, blower, the heater. Just for my family's sake, I would. I mean, I'm not trying to sound all hippie like in California bullshit, but like I would like to get combustion out of my house. I've always wanted combustion out of my house. Um, I would like to go electric, but electric has never been. What do you have that's combustible now? I have a, a furnace? furnace, a stove, and a water heater. Oh, you don't have an electric stove? No, no. Oh. Electricity is really expensive in California, dude. On another note, did I, I shit my pants when I got a $2,300 electric bill. I told you guys about that, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. So I have a, a my freaking electric bill for last month was $2,300. I've never paid more than $400. I about shit my pants. And I'm like, what is this? And I went back and All what it is pineapple is, parties is what that no, is. We we have a um I was I was looking for the power lines. I'm like, who's fucking stealing power from my house? Like looking around, there's nothing. But um I'm on this uh budget thing where they give you a consistent bill every month. And oh, you I have think to make up the difference. Up, and then sometimes you have to make up the difference. It's never been that uh, yeah. much. Sometimes I feel like, like I did that once. And I just realized, like, I, I haven't been on a budget in 15 years. Like, I don't know why I'm still on that shit. I'd rather just get a $600 bill and then $100 bill, $100 bill, $100, you know? So I got to get off that. But I still, I, t I protested it. I called them and I was like, you guys need to investigate this. I said, well, because then the lady on the phone, when I was talking to her, she goes, well, she goes, sometimes, you know, they, they, they estimate what you're going to use. And then when they come out and read your meter, I go, nobody reads meters anymore. They're all digital. Yeah. She goes, you guys see it 24 seven. She goes, Oh yeah, that's a good point. And I said, yeah, I'm contesting this bill. Have someone coming out and figure it out, look into it. And then it's funny. Cause then he's like, yeah. Uh, or the girl, she was like, um, so you don't have to pay your bill. Just, just wait until we find the verdict of everything. And I go, Oh shit. You don't have to pay it. No, 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 no. Not now. Right. She goes, you don't have to pay oh, okay. it right now. It's put on hold. Right. Oh, it's because they're going to do their. Yeah, they're going to do their investigation, audit, but then they're going to hand me the twenty three hundred dollar bill and then next month six hundred dollar. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, you get Fuck. their best detectives on the case. Yeah. Electric Trusting shock homes. <laughs> but um, the other thing I wanted to ask was Dave Johnson uh, said how to how to measure refrigerant oil from a dead compressor volume or weight. Now, I know the answer to this. Do you guys know the answer to this? I'm curious if you know. Volume so on ounces. a compressor, on a Copeland compressor, it yeah. says how much oil it takes is that volume or weight 
That's a good question. I it, always assumed it was volume. I thought it's, yeah, it's volume. Too. It is. Yeah. Now, here's the thing that I don't understand. So technically, <clears throat> I've shown it many times and people question me all the time. When I when I change a compressor and I I, met, I weigh the oil, they're like, you're not supposed to weigh it. You're supposed to check it in volume, you know, and, and okay, I Would get they, that. But who the hell has a measuring cup on the roof with them? Here's a here's a curveball. Like, you know, oil for cars, isn't that measured in volume and weight? where they showed the W, like 10W. Mm, yeah, 10W, 30, like whatever. But the other question I have, so when you are pouring the oil out of a compressor, you're supposed That's to have a measuring sponsor. cup. You're supposed to do it. But number two, and I, I actually called to ask Trevor this too, and I go, Trevor, I got a question for you. It's Trevor Matthews from Refrigeration Mentor. I said, why do we measure Name oil drop. by volume, right? And he's like, well, because that's how you do it. And I go, but when it gets, uh, do you measure it when it's hot or cold by volume? right? Because when it's hot, it's going to thin out. When it's cold, it's going to get thick, right? So is it going to contract? The weight's going to change. Mm. Well, when, when I, it'll change, will it not? Uh, yeah, oil will change weight, weight change. when it's cold and it's hot. Viscosity will change. But will the weight, weight will, but will the volume change when the weight how, change, when how, the viscosity changes? Why would the weight change? Like, no, I don't mean weight. I mean the, the volume. The volume. I, think I don't the think volume, the volume would change volume either. Volume stay, I think, wouldn't it? It yeah, would just, the volume should stay the same because you're still dealing with the same fixed space and the same fixed amount of liquid. I think it would just the viscosity would viscosity, change. You, yeah. No, but you, think about it. What? Well, how come water when water freezes it expands? It's changing state. We're not changing state in the oil. We're just loosening it up. I guess I don't know. I'm not a scientist. That's a good point. That's a good point. I'm. I'm. I, this is this is a gummy question. I'm gummy question. The jammer's saying I like that you that you live in California. He's talking about you, Chris. New guess segment idea. Gummy yes, questions. We're for running Chris. out of power soon. He's saying water and Lake Mead and Lake Powell because they're both about to get like go dry. Because I seen an ad about that too. Is apparently some lakes are getting dry up there. Oh yeah. Uh, so because we're too dumb to figure out how to have a water pipeline from the Midwest to the the Saharan Desert that we live out on the West Coast, right? <laughs> we, we we can have a well, we can't, but we used to have. We were building an oil pipeline from Canada to the United States. Aren't you guys like right that, next to right? an ocean. But how come we have, yeah, because desalinization costs too much and takes too much yeah. electricity. Yeah. And how do we make electricity in California? Question? Anybody out there? Solar panels. No, we burn fucking fuel. Gerbil wheels. So majority of our <laughs> shit comes from. I have, a, I have a good interruption point. I took a, a train survey that came in my email um, yesterday. And one of the first like few questions was, what is your thoughts on electrification? Hmm. hmm. Interesting. Interesting. I, I think it's great if we can if we can have energy that's low enough. So um, does anybody answer in here? There. Does water only expands when it freezes? It actually contracts slightly until it hits that point. So does anybody have am, am I crazy for thinking that when oil gets super, super hot? Oh, T.Y. Banana Man says as you heat a fluid, it expands. expands. Yeah. Yeah. So that's see, I'm not crazy. Sometimes I think weird thoughts, but then I, I think I'm I would crazy. I would think that too, because water and hydraulics, same thing, oh, but I'm thinking oil would be a little different. That's all. Oil is going to thin out. But anyway, so the point I wanted to say, Dave answered the question, asked the question, how do you measure oil? You're supposed to measure it in volume, right? And I don't have a, a thing, so I'll throw it on a scale. How, like, I guess I should look this up before I, I ask this question, but in, in all reality, how much is 16 ounces measured by volume different from 16 ounces measured by weight? good question is it really that much different i don't think it's going to be that i much couldn't different. even tell you I, I and if you're measuring no oil clue. i don't know i'd be kind of curious anybody in there but if you're measuring oil out of a compressor another thing to understand too is if you're pouring oil out of a compressor 
give yourself a 10% margin of error because you're not getting all that oil out. Half of it, True. you know, there's a good percentage of it in the system too. Yeah, that's a good point too. And then yeah. everything coated in the inside of the walls of the compressor, yeah. inside the piping, yeah. yeah. So it's negligible. Like these little fine items that we're trying to negotiate, they're all negligible. It doesn't matter. You know, that's what matters. I want to bring this up before the show ends. What's going on with you uh, Americans and these new cylinders uh, uh, getting posted? Like, it don't, like it's this, like a big okay, deal. So, so one of the major organizations and several prominent people that I respect on social media too, uh, that in the HVAC space are whining and complaining that say no to the new refrigerant cylinder. What, oh what difference God. does it make? <laughs> and, and don't the, you think a reusable the, cylinder not a, and this isn't a recovery cylinder. This is a legit certified cleaned cylinder, right? right? Because Clean. they're putting refrigerant in it. They have rules they have to follow. Isn't that going to help the environment by not right. wasting a bunch of crap making disposable cylinders right. that we throw but, in the trash? You know, or throw in the ocean to catch catfish? Yeah. Like who cares? I, I don't see that. the big fuss about a having a boat out oh. of the minute <laughs> I saw that. Have you seen that full? It's like, oh god, <laughs> only in America. But only you know. Other America people like, are why don't we just have a uh, when they're selling jugs of refrigerant, <laughs> just charge like a little bit of a deposit, like ten dollar deposit, bring it back, and we'll give you a credit, like they do with pop cans and shit. It's not that big of a deal. I think it's more of a money grab by the refrigerant manufacturers. I think the refrigerant manufacturers don't want to use the reusable things. I don't know. I don't understand. Isn't it like ACA or something like that is trying to yeah, post trying to get to. them not to use reusable cylinders? There's people commenting too. There's other yeah. people commenting. I saw some people from the symposium. They're like, no, don't. And Yeah, I think, and, and maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm ignorant. I'd love to know where the problem is with it. But at the same time, too, I feel like us as a society are getting more and more whiny about stupid stuff. We're getting dumber. It's like literally skyrocketing into idiocracy. There's I so feel much... like there's so many things going on that we should be paying attention to, right. but we're worried about oh, a refrigerant no. cylinder. We're so but... stupid as a society. Like, <laughs> that's why i'm glad i have like this group of guys everybody in the chat included because you guys are obviously above average intelligence of above average intelligence if you're here watching us so i think most yeah i, I mean, honestly I, I i think they're stronger to be honest with you they're stronger you don't have to worry about those i see you guys those plastic thingies break off sometimes you're trying to turn them somehow some way um, i've only had one i, I want to cover that life. real quick but refrigeration and kitchen eq tech no see in the united states we have disposable refrigerant cylinders so when we get a 30 pound drama r22 fucking throw it in when the we're trash, done bro. with it you can throw it in the trash wow. i know it's pathetic. yeah because it's gonna so, go to us it's gonna go to some landfill somewhere and i'm not gonna see it for at least a and, couple hundred and, years and who actually pierces their refrigerant cylinders to let all the refrigerant out i mean I most people right, right, let it go but oh, you're supposed yeah, to pierce them so the trash truck doesn't smash like a, but yeah like a we're a bunch of whiny babies here we truly whine about the stupidest stuff here in the i like to take my empty jugs and i'll put a little whistle on it it sounds like a baby crying and i'll open it just <laughs> a little bit and i'll throw it in the dumpster so somebody's like oh no dumpster baby and they come a running and like oh it's just a tank of refrigerant that bastard yeah. i just open them and just let them yeah, go that's but, I, I just throw them right in there yeah I just open them. All I know is the, the, the North America, the Canadians and the Europeans, and I believe some Asian countries are already doing it. We See, love it. They might be a little heavier. When, but you uh, know what? Feel, awesome. like we're so far behind on things that make sense, like recycling and deposits on metal oh, things like I agree, refrigerant bro. jugs and stuff, you know, and yeah, I mean, I can go on and on. Um, That's funny. Joe was using that cylinder when he made his... Uh, the video oh, yeah the r22 oh yeah, yeah. the huffing 22 i'm like joe what the hell kind of tank are you yeah i remember that yeah, that's really... mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, what were you just talking about? I wanted to talk about something, Bill. Uh, just... Weight or maybe a little bit heavier. They're stronger. They're, I don't know. Dumpster babies. 16 Dumpster ounces babies. of volume is one oh, pound. Wow. Not one even that. Uh, I already oh. forgot it. I, I wanted to make a point. Tater with tats. Yeah. That's a good I, thing I keep to losing about. my train of thought. <laughs> um, but uh, you know, I kind of wanted to get back what we started talking about too was everything I do though. That is one thing I hurt. I regret. Like I lifted the top of a train package unit off this. I didn't even lift. Oh I, man! I lifted it to put it on the unit to twist it out of the way. Like, but still, just doing that, my neck is kinked, and it's like what. And I like I'm, I'm getting that age where I'm I can say I'm just not that young anymore, you know. <laughs> I was pushing a lawnmower, a riding lawnmower up a homemade ramp in my truck to haul it up to some other guy. And that was like four weeks ago, dude. My shoulder still hurts from it. Mm. It's I just you know, I'm so noticing the days where I'm stooping a lot more, the knees are starting to feel it. I picked um, up an extension ladder weird yesterday. I've been like hunched over all day today. That's what I'm telling you guys. You got to get on a stretching program. Start taking care of yourselves. Joel Corbin said the same thing. Yeah. In chat. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Will Speed said go to the chiropractor. Yeah. I need to probably go back and start getting adjusted. Not just go to the chiropractor, but also get in a stretching regimen because the chiropractor can only do so much. But if your muscles are still tight, as soon as he cracks you out of place, you walk out that out there, they're going to just go back out of, out of place again. Yeah. Well, I'm still, I still have a pinch nerve. Um, yeah, and this is what I like about my chiropractor. My chiropractor is very upfront with you. He's like, look, he goes, I think I can help you. But if I can't, here's the name to a really great surgeon. I want you to see him and him only. Like, so that's what I like about my chiropractor. Unfortunately, when I go to my general, my normal doctor, they're like, don't go to the chiropractor. But my chiropractor is willing to say, if I can't help you, you're going to go to the doctor, mm. you know? So, but I have a pinched nerve. I've had one for two years now. My fingers are still numb from Stretching, it. Stretching, um, man. But uh, it's it's even the chiropractor said like listen they, listen they did everything I'll, but there's not I'll put it in terms that you're gonna love Chris. They well, I sell, know the I know that's part of it. But you can buy it on Amazon. You can buy, buy what? the yoga mat. You can buy like yoga oh, yeah. DVDs all on well, Amazon. My wife has all that crap, bro. Oh, I, I actually well, I used shoot. her foam roller yesterday because my back was hurting. I'm out there using the foam roller, rolling the cracks out of my back. And See, I can't do the foam rollers for some. Oh yeah, if you got if you got if you got to feel weird. Like it if you got a stuck almost. back, if you want to roll stuff out, that foam roller gets it, man. It hurts, mm. but it's like oh yeah. Weren't you talking about buying an inversion table? Did you ever do that? No, that's Adam. Adam had one. one. Yeah. Oh yeah. I had one I would, too, but I don't I don't know if I'd recommend it. No, me neither. Why? It's weird. Is it's it? Not, it's not. It's like doesn't. If you feel better while you're on it, but when you're when you get back off, it's just like doesn't doesn't help anything really. The whole blood flow to your head thing didn't help me. It was weird. Hmm. I tried to do yeah. a, a. My wife does yoga stuff online. So like through her, I don't know. She uses an app or whatever, and so she had like the yoga stuff on the TV, and I was doing a yoga thing with her, and I'm like, I wanted to throw up. I was all, how does this even feel good? Like, because I'm so out of mm. shape. <laughs> Made me sick and nauseous. Start up easy. Get some DDP yoga. DDP. Oh, we got some yeah. late stragglers coming in, guys. Yeah. yeah. A rookie, lot of friends. rookie coming in. Alaska oh. coming in at the last, last minute. Oh, no, mm. you're getting old, rookie. You're like 52 mm. now, aren't you? You see how Joe notices all this stuff? He's like taking notes in the background at all times. Mm. <laughs> you, know the, you know, one of the funny things is, is how this community, we do have a really good community. We and do. like, for instance, Scott, rookie. 
um, HVAC rookie for those that are curious who I'm talking about. But Scott and I are we have crossed paths before we even knew each and other. Streams. Really interesting oh, wow. because he was in the restaurant industry before he was in HVAC and he worked for a lot of the restaurants like literally we crossed paths we worked in the same restaurants for years because he was like a training guy for some particular restaurants and it's just funny how we meet later in life and talk and scott and i mm -hmm. talk every once in a while too but it's kind of cool but we have a great community all the people in here you know we uh, we were fortunate enough most of us joe wasn't with us but we were fortunate to be able to meet a lot of these people at the symposium or several of the people at the symposium and that was really cool um, it's really neat to be able to, and I want to do that stuff more. I, you know, the guys, six, six months, man, it's going to be, uh, back around again. Yeah. yeah. Um, the guys and I were talking about this and like, it'd be really cool if we can do something like the symposium on the West coast or in the Midwest, like mm -hmm. something a little bit everywhere and have like different things throughout the year. That I think it'd be cool. awesome. Dude, I need Push a up, mic stand. This is Run so everything. annoying. This thing just keeps moving. It's pissing me off. My office is falling apart, but oh, you Give guys, blue, my uh, you guys, I posted that video um, where you guys were freaking out about me walking on the edge of the roof. It was my yeah. sand video. Fuck my week, dude. I've been covered in sand. Like, what did everyone say in the comments? Were they like, those guys are pussies? Probably. <laughs> no, actually, I I got comments about people telling me to be careful walking next to the edge in the well, in that yeah. video too. You're not a cat. I, I, that's not. I, there was nothing sketch about that, dude. That's how you get up on that roof. Like fucking big picture guy over here is like, I'll change that capacitor. You know, worry about unplugging it. I got this. As I'm standing up. on a thirty foot ledge. What's up? No way, man. You send an invite, Adam. Oh, oh, I just let him in. What's up, Clive? How you doing? I hey. Just thought I'd crash in right then. I didn't actually see the invite earlier on. Oh, there yeah. you go. Cool. Perfect. Hey, Clive, did you do something new to your beard? No, this no. is it. Just normal. It's it's, it's, uh, it's not it, black now. It reminds me of a ram's horns or something like uh, that. Would be fitting. Sort of divided. That'd be fitting, Thailand man. It is a bit wind swept. It's been quite stormy today. Somebody was asking. Oh, you're not wearing flannel. That's it. Did that? Yeah. Uh, I was just watching a video on a race at the Isle Man. I think you were telling us about it before. He sent oh. a clip too. Clive yeah. posted something. The super Plane? gumball. The final race yeah. is tomorrow. It's the TT. It's the tourist trophy. Hmm. So far, how many people have died this year? Five. Oh, what? Oh, my In gosh. Including a father and son. I mean, every year people die. It's one of the most dangerous races uh, there is. Oh, man. What, what's but, so uh, dangerous about it? Is it just the speeds or the track or the... It's uh, the track is basically a public road, but they do take care of it and they do put cr impact stuff to try and minimize number of deaths. It's just the fact that over time it's got faster and faster and faster. I mean, we're talking like 200 miles an hour in some bits. Wow. It's just a really fast race. I can't even I imagine going 200 miles an hour. I'm going to interrupt this R134A. It's actually living on the edge. But yeah, you got the right idea. He said uh, walking on the edge was an aerosmith. So. I think step back from that edge, my friend, is a better one. Oh, the um, third eye blind one, mm -hmm. suicide or jumper video or whatever. But see if the race wasn't as dangerous, <laughs> uh, it wouldn't be as popular. The the reason they do it is because it's dangerous. Yeah, that's people want to see people thrill about it. Die and I, get ejected out of their car. One of the worst things that I did was before bed last night. I was doing one final look at my phone, and some clip came across, and it was like 
extreme. I didn't know that they did an extreme version of Wipeout, the TV show where people got hit by all the obstacles and stuff. But it was like extreme Wipeout. And I watched a clip of that last night. And that was so freaking hilarious. I couldn't. I was sitting there watching. Well, they it got like phone. the big foam things that like spin around. Yeah, but it was, like... it was it was like intense. Like it was where I think in Wipeout when they would do like where things would come out the wall when you're walking by and stuff. I think it was random. This one there was people pushing buttons. So someone would walk and mm. punch them and then someone would walk again and the next one would punch them. And then the next one, would, like, it's like, no, this is intentional. Man, I've seen those, like some of those people, man, they get folded from that stuff. Yeah. Like, I've seen that. They go like those big ball things that they have to yeah. jump from. They go down mm-hmm. between them and you think their body isn't supposed to bend right? that way. You no. know, even if it's, and they're just normal people. But that's I mean, the old, in somewhat athletic, talking. but we're sitting here thinking about our body folding in half. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I wouldn't recover from that. But some of these people just get up and they're like, you know, yeah, I can't imagine working a day or driving my van at least in a day without having my lumbar support pillow. Like, what am I? I mean, just saying that. I regret saying that out loud. You know now. what? I need a lumbar <laughs> support pillow. You're actually, can you give See? me an affiliate link, Bill? I want one. Man, I got to <laughs> check my pockets. I bet I got Werther's Originals in there. Is that the inflatable ring that you sit on for your piles? Is that what you're no, talking that's, about? That's, oh, a, that's yeah, a donut. I, one of those. donut. I actually, yeah. I do have one of those in my seat, but it's like cut out where your uh, tailbone is uh-huh. to release the pressure off your spine. When you fart? No, no, when, when you're sitting oh. in your seat, so so all your weight isn't sitting on your tailbone. Dude, if you oh. farted in a donut that you sit on, when you get up, it'd be like poof. That's what I mean. Is it like a storage <laughs> compartment? <laughs> That's I mean, pretty much what it would be. Kind of. <laughs> I, I mean, I drive around all day just drilling farts into that thing. Yeah, I genuinely <laughs> try not to fart in my van because then it freaking smells like shit all the time. So, well, where are you gonna do it? Then you just hold them all until you get to a roof. That's probably why I shit my pants so much. That's a good point. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's a good point. It's yeah. been a while that's for hemorrhoids. Yeah, it's been a while since we've been on this subject, huh? Yeah, uh, I shit my pants recently. I don't really talk about it. It's not that funny anymore. It's just like, oh shit, it's I just normal. No, Chris. Yeah. Chris, tell us about your recent incident. I was sitting on my couch and I thought I was gonna fart and I didn't. <laughs> I was so, like, oh, nope, that's not good. Oh no, that's gonna leave a stain. Yep, I, I was like, please don't go through the couch. Nope. Okay, we're good. Oh. So. Uh, are yep. you well, embarrassed when your wife finds your underwear with a shit stain on it, or I threw him in on the, the dog? Threw him in the wash. I don't. I don't leave that for her. Oh, that'd be messed do, up. <laughs> do you scrape them first before putting them in the? <laughs> do you wash? scrape them? Yeah, well, I didn't your, get that with much. a poop knife or a popsicle poop stick knife. or something. But like in the past, some <laughs> of my stories spatula. that I told before, I just literally pulled my pants off and threw them in the trash and my clothes and stuff. Like there's some that you're like, yeah, there's no cleaning that. It's just going in the dumpster. <laughs> oh, I can't imagine as a grown man shitting my pants to the point where I'm like, these are just wrecked. I can know these can never be used by another human ever again. Nah, I have dude, shit you them so you're badly. Like, you're like, nah, there's no way. I'm just gonna throw those like, away. And then how you gotta loose, do that walk of shame. How loose is your backside? <laughs> It's not that loose. I mean, come on. Like, like what is, what is do that? Do you have a pinched nerve great? and that's numb too, and you just can't feel it? In the last 10 years, I've probably shit my pants 15 times. Is that's, that really that bad? It's 15 oh, no. times more than you should have. <laughs> 15 times more than you should have. God, I'm I'm under Chris. I'm quite worried here. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good point. Don't open your mouth. Oh my god. Or do whatever. I mean. Because I'm hyper focused, man. I, I don't Some pay attention like to that. 
<laughs> Adam's gonna shit his pants right now. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, oh man. Anyway, right, how did we get on this subject? I don't know. I'm trying to change it. <laughs> Somebody in chat was saying their line set from their mini split. I guess it's inside was sweating a lot. What the hell? You go from shitting pants. I to have to guys. Come sweating, on, sweating a lot. Then God. insulated, dude. If your line set sweating a right. lot, then that means it's below. Uh, it's you, condensing, you know. I wanna, and, yeah, I want to yeah. try. Yeah, it's reaching too far. Dry it off before you insulate it, though. Getting thicker insulation, yeah. Yeah, or... and another thing too, you know, once insulate get insulation gets saturated with water, it's trashed. Mm, it's time to throw it away and redo it all if it's saturated. To Is the that point that it's ice? dripping out the insulation, it needs to be changed. I love going to these installs, and it's like new equipment, obviously new equipment, and you go behind in the suction line has got like a. It's just. I think in my last video, I kind of highlighted this, but the old insulation is just wrapped in foam tape. Like the old ratty, dried up, half fallen off insulation on the suction line. They're just like, I oh, just foam tape it. And yep. it's just so sopping away now. Yeah. It's awesome. I know there's never a... uh, noticed too, uh foam insulation tape. You guys buy that stuff. Um, we, we have a brand. It's like yellow. It's got yellow uh, paper on it that you pull it off, you know, and then it's black insulation tape. There's mm -hmm. two types. Um, there's one with fiber in it and one without fiber. So if you buy the one without fiber, what I found, like if you wrap a sensing bulb or something like that, it's just depending on the glue on the tape and it'll pull off. Yeah, but if you buy the ones that have the fiber in it, it'll never pull off. And in fact, it's annoying when you go to take it off. I've, I've gotten to the habit with some of those that you use a zip tie over there. Yep. That's what you have to do. But I just buy the one with the fiber in it. It's just got little strings in it and and then it just it i think that's it. the same you're talking about the same sort of little insulation that comes in um like the intelligent units when you when you buy no, an intelligent that's unit cork tape, bro. that's okay. cork tape that's, that's what i thought you're talking about no that's tar tape cork tape that stuff was invented by the devil and it has no place on this mm. earth i, also I was going to say make bees beat me to hear armaflex is it armaflex brand uh yeah i think it is armaflex brand yeah, yeah. we yeah. that must be pretty global we used to use a lot of that here yeah we with Hussman, when we ran out of work to do an electrical side, we used to go and help put the foam uh, insulation in the pipes. Mm. With the heat, oh. if the pipe work guys were busy, the insulation guys—that is an people. art. If you have true insulators, yeah. those oh, dudes yeah. can work they, magic. That's where they're using the glue on the fittings in there. Yeah, but when I use glue on a yeah. fitting, it looks like someone got murdered. It's fucking <laughs> everywhere, and it's not sticking, and it's a mess, dude. When you see legit good work done by a true insulator, it's like, damn. I tried nice, using yeah. that glue one time and it was horrible. So I just, it's probably not the best because you're not getting that full seal inside the insulation wall. But yeah. after I slice it, I kind of push it together and I just put foam tape across the seam. Again, well, I know. here we have, um, you have pre-cut insulation that has adhesive on the inside. You pull a, mm. a sticker off and then it has a piece of rubber. That's so when you're done, you pull the rubber over. Now, I still not. I'm not huge. I use quite a bit of that, but like I kind of still it's, prefer. You can't use that on mitered ends or anything like that. If you're going to try to cut them and you, nah, that's not going to work. But right. yeah, no, if it's like a, a, like a loose whatever, and you just need to patch something in, that's the way to go. hundred percent. Yeah. Hold on. Oh, freaking dogs. Balls. barking. Uh-oh. It's probably balls. ripping something up. Where'd he go? I was going to say I used to think I was quite good at putting the pipe insulation on, but having said that, that might have been the Dunning-Kruger effect again, just because <laughs> I was quite new to it and just thought I was a bit of an expert. Mm -hmm. You know all what? The go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, all the mitres and everything and getting the glue spread along the, the slot into the slit and the stuff and capping it together, I just thought it kind of went together quite neatly. 
No, yeah, mine all look like trash. Yeah, I I think that's an added little touch at the end of the job. If you do it yourself, insulating it looks good. It looks good. It's kind of like you look back like, oh, nice, it looks good. But if it looks like shit, there goes your whole job. You know but I, mean? I will say, I think you can probably do a pretty decent job even like not knowing or doing a bunch of this every single day like it seems like it's fairly simple like to cut 45s and joints and piece together somewhat decently you know it's 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 uh 45s are a pain in the ass because it's yes. actually what two 22 and a half yes, yes five yes. miters and if you uh if the insulation has been sitting on the roof too long and it's nice and soft it's a bitch to cut Ugh. throw the insulation in a freezer if you're going to cut it so that way it's it's nice and dense and then make your miters I actually bought, I don't know where it is. I bought one of those miter kits. It comes with the different yeah. sizes and you, I think you talked me into it, Adam, or yeah. did we both buy it? Yeah, no, I actually bought it for a boiler job and a geothermal job. I yeah. use it like you got to be careful because yeah. that thing is super sharp. Yeah. Oh, and did you notice though too? You have to sharpen it like after every yeah, time. It goes yeah. fast cutting yeah, the, the Sawzall last guy. Uh, see, Sawzall makes a big, too big of a mess if you're trying to be a perfectionist. But the other thing I found is almost all of our insulation glue was yellow for the longest time. And they make some black stuff now where it's just black. Mm. That is so much nicer because if it gets everywhere, it doesn't really look bad. So look what for the, like I think it was the Armaflex brand too. And like it a hot knife that kind of just like melts through it. Yeah. Isn't that not really a glue? It's like a contact adhesive or something where you, yeah, like you need to let it sit. And then, and, close and it. then you, you need to let it sit and almost dry, and then you put it together. Right. Yeah. Uh, good. Caden uh, was asking if Luke is still hiding his Easter eggs, and it should yeah. be a thumbnail for the show. Yeah. That, that actually would be a pretty fitting thumbnail. My freaking <laughs> dog, dumbass. He has the zoomies. He's running around right now. Oh. Uh, Are they back home from their little vacation? Uh, they didn't go anywhere yet. Not yet. Oh. My family's going on vacation in a couple, in like a month. <laughs> oh, nice. No, and Luke will be with me for like a week. Yeah, Hopefully, he doesn't tear anything up while you're at work. Oh, I'm sure he's gonna tear the shit out of my house in my yard. You're uh, for cutting insulation. Mm, yeah, I think that's what I used to use. One of these uh, sort of craft knives with the disposable blades. And yeah, if you yeah. if you if it's sharp, it cuts through cleanly. If there's any, it if it sharp. starts to wear, it just starts ripping it. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I use that same knife when I cut uh, uh, spray foam. Like when I built my daughter's playhouse, there's a lot of areas that I spray foamed in. Yeah. And then I just took that and kind of shaved it right down and smoothed it out, you know. So before Adam, I, I'm assuming you talked me into buying that miter box with the insulation knife and stuff. Before he bought me that, I got the brilliant idea. I was like, you know what? I have a really, really sharp, like very, very nice fillet knife in my tackle box for fishing and i was like dude i'm gonna go grab my fillet knife that's gonna be perfect for freaking cutting insulation oh yeah it was beautiful for the first two but now my fillet knife is fucking dull and it's like god mm. damn it mm. sharpen it so i'm saying a hot knife knives, some sort it's of pretty easy get to stone. knife yeah it's it's, it's, it's a saw that comes with it they give you a sharpener yeah they do oh, there you go <laughs> no i'm talking about my nice fillet knife though yeah <laughs> there's a stone you could get it's pretty easy like Thank an you old for paper that cutter maybe. That yeah, was really cool. nice, bud. I appreciate it. Like, nobody's hitting these. Is it that hard to hit the damn button? Oh, my God. Look at Dave K. I just judo chopped the insulation in half. Yeah. Wow. That's one way to do Impressive. it. I've never tried that. Yeah. Uh, I'll read oh. that. I'll read that uh, super chat out in a dramatic voice. Nice. Smash the leg button or Chris will ruin his chair. <laughs> Sounds better nice. when Clive reads it. Absolutely. Yeah, very much so. Um. Anyways, boys. Should we wrap it or what? 
wrap are it before you, really you smack it. <sighs> kind of. I am. You guys are gummy talking, so you're just loving it. I'm just, I'm yeah. just, I'm hot tea talking. Did we have, That's a I, was it bad conversations? <laughs> well, eh, it's not too bad. I mean, I don't we discuss how much the show sucks after the show's ended so nobody knows how we really feel about the show? <laughs> <laughs> oh, and highlighting the highlighting any comments, failure. These guys can never get it. Oh, Look, yeah. A guy I had to up. super chat to get our That's attention. Why, like, in the background, I kind of like mentioned some people's comments, but I'm like, I just gave up totally on the fact that anybody's going to even highlight well, comments. In all fairness, this what? is not a Q&A live stream. We're not. That's be. not what this is. This is the this is us hanging out, bullshitting about our week and occasionally looking at the chat. So yeah. it's not expected that we look but at the chat. We have to communicate with our chat. They're amazing. We have to. You know, if they're asked questions, we could discuss them. You can communicate with the chat. I'm trying. Understand. I'm trying. Is this like our first uh, fight on air? Mm-hmm. Yeah. In public. Yeah. <laughs> I'm dealing with gummy gut heads. Guy. Oh, my God. What are you talking about, dude? This why? Is... Why? Why do you like Chris is how come sue you us can't... for defamation? Yeah, how come you can't just uh you're defaming me? Come on, dude. <laughs> oh my mm-hmm. god. <laughs> how come you can't just answer the question in the chat? Chris you want is the one answer? guy that would poop in no, our beds. Like... Yeah, I know. Right? I like <laughs> to discuss you know what I mean. Yeah. He would he would just lay a big old plopper in our bed if he was mad at us. Like, true. That is true. Johnny Depp's wife or ex-wife or whatever. Mm-hmm. Amber turd. Amber turd. That's funny. I never heard that term actually. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, my daughter had come in. Uh, we did now that we're my daughter kid. No, my daughter had come in and she was talking about the Johnny Depp thing, and I I didn't really pay attention to any of it. And she was like coming in talking about this and that, and I go, I don't even know what's going on because I genuinely don't pay attention. But I said they're both dumbasses, and she's like, Oh no, no, and I go, No, they are both Both complete idiots. I said I don't even have to listen to anything to know that they're both complete idiots. So my daughter didn't like that. She was like, no, it's the girl. And I'm like, it's both of them. Whenever people mention that stuff to me, I'm like, you know how many other things in my life that I have to focus and worry about right now? Like exactly the amount of things I'm trying to accomplish in my life. It's taken a long time and I'm not there yet. So let me focus on that. And then I'll, when I have all those things accomplished, then we can talk about this Amber Heard Johnny Depp trial, which I've heard of it too. I just, I don't invest much time into it. Nope. I don't, I don't care. I think it's stupid. No, I'd rather it. rather hang out with you guys for a night than talk about that. Yeah, absolutely, yep, for sure. Be ready, um, except Joe. Who is this? Joe is number one. Chris is no good. What? Who said that? Hold on. Let me you know, find. We it. Bring I will highlight it right now. Hashtag oh Joe. Oh my gotta god, go. we're gonna get a highlighted comment. That's where's it at? Odd. I'm gonna wait. I gotta find it. Where's it? Come on, come on, come on, come on. Remember when that oh. was a thing? It's way up high. <laughs> Hold on, right there. It's Mike Henderson HVAC. I need to find it on the other chat. Mike Henderson. Toodles HVAC. and noodles. And it's not his first time here. He's been here. So. My goodness gracious. How could he say something like that? <laughs> <laughs> if you find a pile of shit in your pillow, Mike, you know who it is. Exactly. I shall send you a box of shit. And I'll give you an HVACR video sticker right on the top. I don't even have one of those stickers yet, man. Nobody has them, dude. I have two giant stacks. I paid a stupid amount of money for them, and I just don't have time to put them on my website or deal with any of that crap. Do it. I think I've sent them to like five people because I gave them away on something. Put diddling yourself and just get it done. Yeah. I need a person to do that. Do you want to be the person to do that for me? I'll be willing to see you, Bill. I mean. Joe is yelling at me in private comments, by the way. Oh, he finally! Yeah. Oh, he finally seen the prior comments. Oh my God! There you go. I gave up on those too, Joe. I gave. I totally gave up on those. Like I, I don't know, seven weeks ago. 
you you always look at them, but yeah, yeah. Yeah, I I gave up. Like I'm not gonna invest the time in it. Just I like play- my notepad. I got nothing on there anymore. There's something on there. Yeah, there yeah, is. Let's read what I put. I put oh, in this in our private chat attitude. in this group, guys. I put, do you ever highlight comments asking for a friend? And <laughs> and guess what? None of us read it till like an you hour later. Because <laughs> we don't pay attention to the private chat. The only person that types in the private chat is Joe. Yeah. I used to. I used to. Yeah. Now we just <laughs> stop being private on the show and just talking everything. Don't give a crap. Yeah. So Chris's stickers, doesn't he have like young members of family he can exploit getting to post them all out a taste of business when they're young? Yeah, mm-hmm. that, yeah let me tell you how that's working out. So um, oh, that's I decided, right. yeah, your, your my daughter's been be helping your, uh, me with like editing. And so what I've been having her do is uh, transcribing or I mean, uh, captioning my videos. So she has to watch my videos and then she types them out and all that stuff. So that's minute, I thought doing. YouTube did that automatically. Uh, yeah, but YouTube does it horribly. So uh, I have it through my editing software, Adobe. It's really easy now. So you hit transcribe. It gives you what they think you said, which is basically what YouTube would type. And then you go in and you correct everything. So my daughter does that for me. But even that, she she has school. She has this. She has that. She I do my videos last minute. She So it's like it's been slacking. So, But she's been making money. Up. I pay her 10 bucks a video when she does that. So, Wow. It seems like it should be more. She could just Shut go to up. McDonald's and get paid 20 bucks an hour. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, that's true. I'm getting easier. Yeah. Yeah. Probably wouldn't have a boss micromanaging the whole time. Like, no, mm-hmm. you don't put that um, in there. I don't want him to see that mistake. I've asked my wife. I'm like, hey, can you help me with like video stuff? Can you do this? Can you do that? And she's like, I don't want to work for you. And I'm like, what do you mean? Oh. She goes, I don't want to work for you. Yeah. Like, oh, OK. And that's probably a good point. Yeah. <laughs> If you want to stay married it's probably a good idea not to do that yeah i've actually always kept her out of my normal business she's never been a part of that i always thought like oh i'll just get her into the video stuff but then i'm like yeah it's probably not a good idea so she ever asked you what you're doing you're like minding my own business you should try it <laughs> no it was that the other day i'm sitting in here and i'm i came in to work on a video and i'm watching this and then all of a sudden i hear my wife over our, we have uh cameras and i have one in my office right here and she's talking to me through the camera she's like are you just going to keep watching those YouTube videos? You're going to come sit with me on the couch. And I'm like, fuck, she caught me. Okay, I'm coming. <laughs> you know you know how angry I would be if somebody ever said that to me. <laughs> I'm like, well, I don't feel like being useless right now. So yeah. when I feel like being useless, I will join you on the useless couch and we can watch useless, mind-numbing movies. Yeah. That's funny. Mm-hmm. Laska, Laska said that uh, he can't. <laughs> wait until my daughter has to transcribe me swearing luckily i that's the only reason why i'm letting her transcribe those is because she doesn't get to hear like if i imagine if i had her transcribe the overtime show mm, i know that's not a good therapy. idea at all she'd be in therapy uh, she'd also be checking the sofa probably yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh i sat on that couch <laughs> get one more link here <laughs> oh boy well, all right well i think well, it is man. joe you want yeah. to take us out Say goodbye. No, I don't. Why not? Yeah, no. All right. Well, Why? I guess. How does that make you feel? It makes me feel like poo. You, you know, got some sun there, Joe. You're looking a little rough around the edges. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. That oh, what man. a compliment that was. Oh my god. I was trying to put Ty's link in the uh, in the thing, but I gave up. Check out Ty, guys. Big Clive tomorrow. Hey, uh, what yeah. What are they hey, looking Dad. for with Ty? What link? Just his YouTube. Check it out. Oh, I'll put it on right now. Stay in the chat. I'll put Ty's YouTube in right now. 
uh, podcast, hey, thanks to you, Commercial Eminem, Chronicles. Man. Check it out. Uh, Ty says I should get into voice acting. See, Ty supports my inner dreams where you guys don't. No, people say I should go into voice acting too, but to be honest, it's not as glamorous as it sounds. Yeah, that's what I've heard too. And plus, I also feel like, at least in my case, I only have one speed. You know, this—it's just monotone all the time. I—I I, I don't feel like—I don't feel I have enough range to do any sort of. Yeah, but that's your characteristic reading. voice. I mean, it is a very good voice. Maybe I should get into it. We should do it. Yeah, we should team up. Ty's channel link mm-hmm. right now. And there's also a uh, check out commercial. What's um? Commercial Kitchen Chronicles. Pat Chronicles, His podcast. Who else was yeah. in here? Lots of great people in here. Mm-hmm. Ted's in here. Anti yeah, thanks DIY for out tonight, guys. Yeah. yeah, guys. H-Rack Real Overtime speed, Facebook group. Awesome bone. And then uh, uh, Clive has his Oxnard. thing tomorrow, right? Clive? I, I put his link in the chat. Yep. Sweet. Big Can Clive live. This. Big Clive live. All righty. Say goodbye. <laughs>